Welcome to Adult Papers, the podcast for grown-ups. I'm your host, Violet Augustine. I'm going to share sometimes magical, sometimes terrifying, often strange, occasionally funny, and somewhere uncomfortably between hyper-real and surreal stories with you. Welcome back. Today, I'm going to talk about, well, a failed project. I've had a lot of these over the years, and they used to bother me. But after over two decades of being an artist writer, I have come to accept that failure is just a part of the process. And a kind of big part of the process. If I'm not failing at something, then it probably means I'm not fucking trying. Unless I'm fucking Moses Sumney. Uh, I, I don't know. I just can't for some reason see him failing at anything. Um, this intro makes me think about what Ira Glass said about the gap between having good taste and making good work. I fucking love that explanation and it will likely end up inspiring its own episode about creativity. But for today, I'm talking about the black sunglasses a band slash performance art duo I tried but failed to start in 2019. Sitting on the garish, overstuffed couch of the Airbnb near the beach on Avenue Q before the world pandemic, me and the person I was seeing at the time recorded this official conception of the black sunglasses. The black sunglasses are a thing that everybody wants. You can't buy it for yourself. You can only be gifted it. But everybody wants it because you it's by invite only. And so these certain people with influence have them. And so then everyone else wants them. Like imagine if it were just Instagram. Like the influencers have these black sunglasses. So everybody wants these fucking black sunglasses. But you can't get them on your own. You have to be invited to own them or be gifted them. So then people want them and want them and work for them and work for them. And then they make all these changes in their life to finally be invited to like meet the people they got to meet, do the things they got to do, say the things they got to say. They finally get, here's yours. Like, here you go. And then when people give it to them, they're real casual about it. Like, no big deal. Like, here you go. Slip the black sunglasses. But then when they put them on, they realize that they are blacked out and you can't see anything. And then they have to decide, like, do I want to actually live this way with... Uh, the first album should be called Fairweather Friend. Fairweather Friend. Okay. And I like the alliteration. And then, okay, so then they're like these black sunglasses that they wear that black out the world. Now they realize that all these influencers who they've been following for years and modeling the la- their life after for years, none of these people can see anything. And they don't actually know anything. And they're all pretenders. And they're like... Now, now they get to really question themselves. Before this part of the tape, my partner at the time was probably in a blacked out drunken state that I was unaware of, blurting out clever wordplay and bloated, mostly vaporous big ideas. They were good ideas, but lacked structure, organization, practicality, or sense. I tried to play the random word dance with them, but I mostly patiently waited until they were done to kind of plop down this more concrete idea. How I didn't know this person was drinking half a bottle of liquor before breakfast is a mystery to me now, but you live and you learn. And I'm not here to talk about why the project failed, just that it did and what it was. 
It was supposed to be a kind of performance art slash band. I was excited. The ideas were salient. Somehow simultaneously conceived out of thin air and yet the real world at the same time. The concept was one of those things that felt electric. It felt real and consequential. He had been the one to want to call us the sunglasses. But I wanted something more concrete, something you could picture in your head when you heard the name. So I suggested the black sunglasses. We'd even planned on handing out sunglasses at the shows. It would have been a great project. And I still believe that. I did a lot of writing about the black sunglasses. Composed the concept arcs of four albums. The eerily familiar dystopian story went like this. There is an elite social group of people who own these black sunglasses. They're the only ones who have access to them. You can't buy them. You can only be gifted them by someone who already owns their own pair. So, as you can imagine, most lay people without access to the black sunglasses want them more than anything else in the world. Most of the transmission of the images of this elite group with the sunglasses is distributed through, you guessed it, social media. But there is a pretty big secret about the sunglasses that the so-called ordinary person doesn't know because they don't own a pair. The sunglasses black out the world around you. They do, however, let you see the digital feed that is programmed by no one actually knows. So you can't see the world around you. You can only see the digital feed. But the common person doesn't know this because all they see are these elites in Instagram posts and TikTok shorts, etc. wearing the sunglasses. I think it's a pretty scary concept because the people engineering the feed are able to curate and thus shape the reality of the people not only wearing the glasses, but the people those people influence. And no one knows who owns the feed. So the glasses mean status. People look up to you. People want to be you if you have them. People will do whatever it takes to become part of the black sunglasses crew. With a little imagination, you can see how this lends itself to some pretty decent subplots. And yet, the wearers of these sunglasses have no autonomy. Their realities are curated for them. I had written about so far four characters. The main character would be this girl, who I was planning on playing in the performances, who was working to get these sunglasses. She was determined to get her own pair. So she, like everyone else, started studying what the sunglasses owners did in order to reach that social status, to be offered a pair. She meets this guy, the character would be played by my partner in the duo. He has a pair. She finds him charming, impressive, accomplished. He finds her hardworking and inspiring. She's able to touch a tender spot in him, and so he decides to take her under his wing in order to coach her to that stratus of society where she might be able to have her own pair of the BS. Yep, we'd interchange the use of the name, the black sunglasses, with the BS. Cheeky, huh? That was a happy accident. She works for a while, on her own, and through his tutlage, is that a word? Because I couldn't find it, but I could have swore it was a word. She gains her own pair. But when she gets them and puts them on to see that they just black out the world around her, her reality kind of shatters. She's basically wasted, at this point, probably years of her life to get these things. And now she sees it's all kind of a facade. 
and a dangerous facade because she dares question who is in charge of this feed. She thought the BS would do the exact opposite and give her more autonomy over her life. She is not happy, but she doesn't know what to do. She's been working close to people with the BS for so long that she knows it would be dangerous to just expose the fallacy. So she goes along with the act while she tries to low-key figure out what the fuck she's going to do now. Because she knows she doesn't want to be a part of this group that essentially lies to everyone, but she's in it now and doesn't know how to get out of it. Not to mention there are perks. She's treated like a celebrity now, and no doors seem to be closed to her anymore. And that's when she meets these other two characters, which would also be played by us. They are a part of the underground resistance. And that was basically the concept arc of album number one. We were going to write songs that would tell the story and have some spoken word tracks interspersed throughout so that the album could stand on its own as a receptacle to the story. In our performances, we'd play music and have little performance acts between the songs. We'd give away black sunglasses at the show that we debated whether or not we should paint the lenses opaque, along with normal merch too. But then our relationship imploded, and with it, the project. Writing those albums was so fun, and a kind of writing like I'd never experienced before. This main character had her own life, and I said this to my partner at the time, but I didn't know at any given moment what decisions she'd make. She was her own person. She met these people from the resistance, but I didn't know yet what she'd do. Would she risk her life and publicly expose the BS because she had their support? Would she work behind the scenes as a spy to try to break the system from the inside? Those notes are somewhere, because like I said, I wrote, I'm pretty sure, four whole album arcs. It might have been three. But the experience of writing her, though incomplete, was a complete thrill. I suppose I haven't figured out what to do with the concept, because I think it's still a viable concept. At first, I didn't do much because we'd created it together and I didn't feel I could take the concept elsewhere to develop it without him. But listening back to the recording, I'm the one who did all the writing for the concept arcs of the albums. He wrote some melodies and some spoken word audio pieces, which were awesome. But if this were to become a written series, I don't think he'd have a problem with me taking the idea to completion. I haven't tried to get a group of writers together to do the project, though it is definitely something I don't feel I could do alone, considering its scope. I could try. There's always NaNoWriMo. Though now I'm wondering if I should make a pandemic effort virtual try to amass a small group of writers. It's still a timely concept, considering that Facebook is developing glasses like these as we speak, and other tech companies producing glasses that project tiny digital feeds into our field of vision so that our real world is layered with the digital world. I mean, I already wrote four albums worth of concept arcs. It could be a whole ass trilogy. Or what's a forogy? A tetralogy? Thanks, Google. Although, given the data, I wonder if I should really be thanking Google or using another search engine altogether. Anyway, that was a failed project from, at this point, almost two years ago. Yikes. And now I'm going to get a little spiritual on you. Years ago, before the black sunglasses was even a seed of an idea, I had an idea for a book. It was a specific motherfucking idea, and so specific that I can't recall it now. 
and I was obviously not equipped in any way to make this idea flesh because I have no outlines or notes or anything about it. Maybe there are some notes floating around in journals, but I'm definitely not going to go sifting through them to find right now. But it was very specific and came to me pretty fully formed, and I thought at the time a pretty good fucking concept for a book. So good that I knew I wasn't the one. I wasn't going to write this shit. And then, a few months or a year later, I discovered a book or a movie or a show that was basically the exact fucking concept that had occurred to me that I should create. But instead of it being my book or movie or show, it was someone else's. And my calculations at the time had surmised that they had been working on it around the same time that the idea had occurred to me. And I know this is a spiritual idea, but it gave me a new way of looking at creativity and conception. It's like there's an idea out there in the ether. And it must be like some experiment that the universe does, or this is just how this quantum shit works. But the universe wants an idea to become flesh. And so the universe tests out a human and says, hey, want to make this thing? And the human either does or she doesn't. But the idea is given to her for a minute for a kind of test drive. And she has a certain amount of time before she either makes it or she doesn't. And if she doesn't, then the universe goes, okay, well, you're not the one, and it passes the idea on to someone else. It thinks might be a good fit to make this particular idea flesh. And then I watched the short documentary called Everything is a Remix. I actually put it into my high school curriculum for my students. In this documentary, the narrator mentions this phenomena. He says something like, If you're an inventor and you have a novel idea for a thing, but you don't finish it, don't worry because historically we see that people get similar ideas for similar innovations around the same time. That blew my mind and got me to wondering if that happens with creative projects too, because I'd experienced it anecdotally. And then that got me to wondering, is someone out there right now creating something eerily parallel to the Black Sunglasses Project? even though we never followed through? I'm kind of hoping that's a yes. I want to see that trilogy or tetralogy, but I mean, I also want to be on the team. Tune in next week for a new episode about personal growth, parenting, creativity, sobriety, or relationships. And I swear, I'm working on the adult content for Patreon. Things just move slow in creative single mommy land. Mm-hmm.